I'm sales team turnaround specialist, Jeremy DeMerchant. And each week I bring sales leaders like you, experts and insights that will help you level up your leadership, motivate like a master, and ultimately crush your comp plan. If it's time to raise the bar on your team's performance, then it's time for Sales Team Rescue. Rock and roll. All right. I think. Oh, nope, not quite yet. This is it streaming on Facebook. Is Facebook going to agree? It is. Okay. Excellent. We are live, I think. <laughs> uh, welcome, welcome, welcome to episode number 51 of Sales Team Rescue. Now, guys, um, you'll see we're coming to you in a new format if you're watching live or catching the replay. Um, we've, uh, we're testing some new technology this week. We'll let you know how it works out by the end of it, or maybe you can let us know how it works out. Um, now, I have a very special guest with me, and I'm excited to have a chat with Lisa Magnuson has walked in the shoes of sales leaders. She was an award-winning sales manager and led the charge as sales VP for several sales organizations across a variety of geographies, including executive positions with Fortune 50 companies. She has over 35 years of sales and sales leadership experience working with large and small corporate clients across a broad spectrum of industries, including technology, software, security, healthcare, medical device, insurance, and manufacturing. Lisa is a published author of more than 250 articles on sales topics ranging from pre-call planning to landing, landing, landing top-line accounts. Her innovative webinar series, Winning 5X Deals, is heard monthly through the Bright Talk Sales Experts channel and available on demand. She's the author of multiple award-winning books, the Top Seller Advantage, Powerful Strategies to Build Long-Term Executive Relationships, and her latest book, The Top Sales Leader Playbook, How to Win 5X Deals Repeatedly. Lisa, thank you so much. Welcome to Sales Team Rescue. Thank you. I hope everybody didn't disconnect after that long intro. <laughs> <laughs> no, that, that was great. You know, And I, and I love the intros that, that give us the, the background because what this does is it shows our audience you know, that, that you're not just talking the talk. Right, you're the real deal, and um, and and I try to do a good job at, at filtering people out like that before the show. And so, you know, we've got total rock stars that have been on every episode. Um, but I think sometimes because now it's so easy to create shows to get on podcasts that sometimes people, you know, they they become an expert in, you know, based on certain people's statuses, but not on you know on a global scale. So uh, I'm so pumped. We we. I've worked and played in the same space. Just before we went live, we realized we both worked at the same company years ago. That must have been uh, 2008-ish. How about three? <laughs> yeah, wow. 12 years ago, you and I were both hanging out at the same company, uh, different different parts of it. but Yeah, more than 12 for me because I've had my own consulting business for 15 years. But yeah. Oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. So, so welcome. So look, I, I want to get an idea of... Um, where you love to play now so that you're, you're the, the queen of the, the five X deal it get, you know, get five times the deal size. And I want to hear all about that, but how did you get there? How did you get where you're at today? You know, that's kind of an interesting story. It's a short story, but when I first started my sales career with Xerox a million years ago, um, early on, like maybe my, my first job as an account executive, I was lucky enough. It was in Oakland, California. 
I was lucky enough to be part of the Clorox team, which was a national account team. So that means that the national account manager had put all the infrastructure in place, the contract, all that stuff. And when I first started in that job, I went to go call on Clorox in downtown Oakland, big building, you know, go up the executive uh, elevators kind of thing. And, 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 I, and I meet with my designated contact. Her name was Carolyn. Mm-hmm. And we sit down and she goes, oh, okay, um, I want to order 35 copiers and they're going to be delivered. I'm like, wait a minute, 35? She goes, yeah, 35. At that time, my budget was four per month. <laughs> so wow. I didn't do any work to deserve that order for 35. But he, but what I am smart enough to, to, to um, realize or what I was smart enough to realize is big accounts mean big business. And that's where I wanted to be. And so early on, it's like I looked for those big account opportunities. And uh, certainly as as a consultant with my uh, company for the past 15 years, that is my specialty. Awesome. So tell me, when it comes to the big accounts, uh, obviously, there, so there's, there's pros and cons. Uh, the pro, you get bigger deals, there's bigger budgets. The con, and Lisa's assumption, and let me know if you agree with me or not, there tends to be a longer sales cycle. So, so, so tell me about that. Uh, and I want to know your, your two cents, your, your secrets. I want to get all the goods here. Yeah. Well, there absolutely is a, a larger sales, a longer sales cycle and a more complex sales cycle. And, you know, like my close colleague, Barbara Weaver Smith, who wrote the whale hunters um, says it's a messy sales cycle. And what she means by that, and, and, and I agree with, is sometimes you have to go forward. Sometimes you're going forward. Sometimes you have to go backwards to go forward. Sometimes you have to start over to, to go forward. It just tends to be messy. It's not linear because it's not a simple sales process at all. Um, and that does take a lot of time. And it's getting more complex, um, certainly in this time right now, it's, 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 it's much more difficult for on the, on the customer or the prospect side, as well as on the sales organization side. However, if you can, if you, if you've got a team and they can focus in and they are committed to the long haul, they are so worth it because at the end of that journey is the Clorox. It's the, it's the account where you walk in and your budget's for a month and they place an order for 35. That's, and, and that happens month after month, year after year. And by the way, then they buy another company and then you get to, your contract just expands, expands to that company too. So it's so worth it, but yes, long, complex, messy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that's, that, that, that's fantastic. So when you, um, when you go in and work with teams, g- give me a, an idea of how I would know if somebody's your ideal client, first of all. For my ideal client? Yeah. So my ideal client is I'm always brought in by the VP of sales or a company owner, an entrepreneur who has the opportunity for big deals and is running the sales team, which might be one or two people. Um, So those are the people that bring me in and they bring me in if they have the opportunity for, for a big account or maybe, and it could be an existing customer that they want to retain and grow or it could be a new customer. Um, I'm reminded of a situation a couple of years ago uh, with with um, <clears throat> one of my clients. Now I've worked with for them for like three years, but 
um, they brought me in and they're like, we just need one. We just need one. And I said, okay. And so where we started is we started by scoring. They had more than one prospect. We scored those. We picked the best one. And where we had to start with that opportunity is literally we were creating emails to get a response because they tried for a year to get this prospect to even just respond to them. No response. So that's where we started. And at one point in like month two or three of that, I said to the VP, I go, gosh, this is, we usually start a little bit further down the road. And he goes, Lisa, we're just rubbing two sticks to get together here to get a, you know, to try to get a spark. I'm like, okay, okay, fine. You know, (laughs) dig back in, you know, so we finally get a response and we get a meeting and then we get a meeting with the committee and then we get the opportunity for a proposal and then it closes. And it was their one big deal. And, and they, that was three years ago. They still have the client took nine months to get that deal from this time we started rubbing two sticks together to the time they got their contract. And that has opened them up to, to other opportunities similar. So again, hard work, literally starting from scratch in that case, (laughs) but worth it. Absolutely worth it. Awesome. Awesome. So when somebody brings you in, do they normally bring you in for a specific deal? Like, Hey, we got this one on the line. We need help closing it. Or is it more, how do we focus on a strategy to five X the deals overall? Yeah. So it, it, it can be different things. I mean, sometimes people bring me in for training, <clears throat> a training program that goes through, how do you identify, how do you develop, how do you close, how do you expand all the, all that whole roadmap So, and then that training usually leads to war room work. War room work for me is actually joining in with account teams and helping them wherever they are with their, with their deals. Um, With my latest book, the top sales leader playbook, which has 16 plays associated with big deals. uh, Sometimes I'm just brought in to run a book club uh, with the sales leaders, which could be just even a couple of them. And we go through the book. Um, and, and, and do that. And then that might lead to war room work, or it might lead to training. Um, so it kind of just depends. But one thing that I've been so fortunate over the last 15 years is I have a 95% return client rate. So no matter how I start with a client, whether it's training or a, you know, sales leader book club or sales leader mastermind group, which I used to run, um, those kinds of groups or, or, or something like that you know, I do, I end up doing more work for them. And it's not always just right away. You know, it might be we do the training and then I get a call back in a year because they have, you know, spotted a big opportunity and they want some outside expertise to help them to, you know, to carry that through to fruition. I love it. I love it. So share with us. Because I, I I don't want you to give away all your secrets because I know, you know, I, I want people to to reach out to you, to hire you, to bring you in. And I want us to figure out how to do some awesome referral business together too. But what can you tell someone who um, might be at a point where where they're they're struggling? Like what, what would you say is the number one piece without giving away, you know, the secret sauce? Um, what's the number one piece for you that, helps move that needle when a deal is stuck? Well, here's how I'll answer that question. If it doesn't get to the heart of what you're asking, then we can come back. But 
I would say everybody is struggling right now. Mm-hmm. You know, we're in the middle of a pandemic. Everybody is struggling. And so, you know, it's really hard right now to have groups focus on big deals because when you're struggling, it's like, what is, you know, what are the basics? Everybody's just, you know, the basic, simple things that can be done. And that's not big deals because we already said they take longer, they're complex, they're messy, they can be hard. So what I have really tried to help teams with is there is so much that can be accomplished right now around your big deals that's actually easy. And it's not to replace the, you know, you're just trying to get some deals, you're trying to get meetings, it's harder than ever right now even to get a meeting. Um, so you you need to double down on your pre-call planning. We can come back to that too. Mm-hmm. But 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 you also can do some some big account development work. You don't have to be stuck. You know, so what do I mean by that? I mean, you can do research on your on the account. You can try to figure out where they are. You can try to put yourself in their shoes. You can do really high quality kind of diving in. You can also do research on some of the relationships. You know, one of the things that you do when you're mapping out an account is you map out all the relationships you have and the ones you need. And depending on the opportunity, that might be five, it could be 10, it could be 25. But now you you have a little bit of extra time with everybody working virtually to do some good background and to have soft outreaches to those people that you don't know that you need to know or the people you do know you can check in on them. Doesn't even have to be about business, but you just you're just you just have a touch point, a soft outreach. You're making a difference for them right now. The other thing you can do is you can work internally with your account team, and that could be you know an entrepreneur working with you know one salesperson, or it could be I work with teams that are one, two, three, twenty-five. You know, it, it just depends. It's those people that have a vested interest in landing the account. You can have an internal meeting with them to talk about strategy, to talk about the relationships, to talk about, you know, what the next steps might be, what's appropriate, what's inappropriate. So all of that work can be done right now so that when we get back to a time where business is thriving again, you're ready. You're ready to go. And that's what that's that's, you know, so I guess my thing is, I think everybody's stuck right now in general Mm-hmm. But as it relates to big accounts, you know, actually, there's it's a time right now when we can make some serious progress that's not hard and doesn't take a lot of energy. Gotcha. Does that so, answer your question? I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, no, <laughs> that, no, that, that's great. That's great. So, and so fill fill the pipeline and prime the pipeline, right? That's yeah, kind of kind of where we're yeah. going. Yeah, because as soon as it opens up, you don't want to be the the last one chasing down the leads because you're you know you can be the first one knocking on the door when the door opens back up. Yeah. And it's not really the, you know, when it comes to these big deals, it's not so much the pipeline, it's the account, you Mm. know, sure for regular business, fill the pipeline, prime the pipeline, but, but I'm talking about an account opportunity. It's like, you know, but the same concept applies, Mm. you know, so you've got this account, let's say your account is Nike. You're trying to do some business with Nike. That's a big account. That would be big if you landed it big name, you know, what are those relationships you could be kind of cultivating right now? What you could get your team together and go, you know what, how, what is going to be our best strategy to win? Who are our competitors going to be? What are they going to do? All that work can be done now. You know, we need an executive sponsor. Let's do some research on that person, create a, uh, uh, you know, a a bio uh, executive bio on that person, figure out, you know, when the timing is right, how we're going to connect our executive with their executive. 
So all of that work can be done now. It's not hard work. It's kind of time consuming, but we have a little extra time. So in addition to the basics, teams can be setting themselves up for 5x deal success right now. I love it. So so make sure you're priming the account, getting doing that research in advance, getting to know who your contact is, what's important to them. Yes. And how do we make sure that as soon as the door opens, you're someone that they want to invite in? Exactly. Exactly. Mm, I love yep. it. I love it. It's and and that's, you know, that that's a a, a really great shift because a lot of people talk about um, high level strategy. This is what you do as a team. This is your processes internally, which are also important. But when you go down to like the the micro strategy, I guess I could call it uh, specific to the account, everybody needs to be treated a little bit differently. So I, I think that's, a, that's phenomenal. Yeah. Um, because Always. that, yeah, that's exactly Always how you cost a bigger deal. Yeah. Yep. Amazing. Amazing. So look, you have got um, a resource but before we get to it. Um, and I know we're we're a little longer than than we had scheduled because we started a little bit late, but I hope that's okay because I don't want to let you go until we get a little bit more, um, a little more goodies, uh, some more goodies out of you. My English is amazing today. Um, I want to talk a little bit about this pre-call planning. Yeah. So sometimes people ask me, you know, what is the one thing people can do to really have the biggest impact on on their sales effectiveness? And and my answer to that is always really dedicate yourself to pre-call planning. And, and what does that really mean? It, it, it doesn't mean just having an agenda. It doesn't mean just checking the website or checking LinkedIn. Those things should be done too. But it really means going through kind of a systematic thought process about that sales conversation and planning it out. And so I have a tool on my website. Your viewers can download for free. It's called the pre-call planning tool or guide. Mm-hmm. And I use it every week with my clients and I update it constantly. I've had it for years. It's on the homepage of my website, www.toplinesales.com. It's a two page billable PDF and um, it's my most popular tool, but there's so much it's simple, but there's so much in that. It gives you that thought process to really make sure you have this great customer conversation and if you string one after another after another of those together, you're gonna you're gonna be more successful. I mean, statistics. I've seen all kinds of statistics. Twenty percent is is common statistic for people that commit to pre-call planning. They can improve their close ratios by twenty percent. I would one hundred percent agree with that. If not, think it's low. Um, it's just invaluable. And and with the big deals, it's no choice. Have to do it. Every every big deal I've gotten from a $5 million deal to a $40 million deal that, that I closed with one of my clients a couple of years ago. Um, that was my biggest, uh, it involves tons of pre-call planning, not just once tons, every call intense pre-call planning, but you, but you can use it even the 15 minute version. So every call commit to that. It's, it's a game changer for every salesperson or business owner who sells. I, I love this. It's, because there's this nice tight theme of, you know, if you want to five extra deals, you need to focus on the account. And a big part of that has to do with the pre-call planning, right? Yeah. Uh, and, and so it flows very nicely. And I, and I see why you get such great results for your clients. This is phenomenal. Um, so guys, go to toplinesales.com and download this pre-call planning guide. Um, this is going to make a huge shift for you with your sales, with your process, and helping you win those 5x deals. So Lisa, I want to dive into what I call the lightning round. And okay. uh, we're going to hit you with a few 
uh, four or five quick questions. Um, we just want to get to know you personally, because as a sales professional, as a as a you know a sales, do you consider yourself a sales consultant, strategist? What? Yeah. What word? Yeah. Okay. Um, so, <laughs> so yeah, just don't call me late for dinner, right? <laughs> uh, so we want to know a little bit behind the the professional um, outcome er, perception, I guess. So one. <laughs> they're not that dumb. Uh, so we all, we all know that coffee's for closers. Eventually I'm going to get somebody to sponsor this mug. What is your favorite kind of coffee or comparable drink? Love coffee. And my favorite way to get coffee is just regular drip, but buy fresh beans every single week. Okay. So just fresh beans, drip coffee. I'm good. <laughs> drink, drink it black. Uh, cream, half and half. Cream. Half and half. Okay. Okay. Excellent. Yeah, with Excellent. my dog in the morning. Ah, I like it. I like it. Um, so second question, what is one book or movie that you would recommend to a salesperson or sales leader? So I read all the time and I'm always encouraging my clients, the salespeople, business owners who sell, read. There's so many good books out there. I love all of Jill Conrad's book. Deb mm -hmm. Calvert's got a great book. Um, James Muir, who's, who's, who's one of my sideline coaches in my, in my playbook, as is Deb, Deb Calvert and, and Joe Conrath wrote the foreword for that book, but, um, he wrote the perfect clothes workbook, love it. And the reason why I love it is because it 100% underscores my whole commitment to pre-call planning. And he actually, he is a subject matter expert in my playbook on that topic. Love it. I love it. So next question is who is someone you would consider to be a mentor in your life? So I, you know, before when I started with Xerox in my career, um, my mentor was Jay Tyler. He was the district manager of sales and we have stayed in touch. He also is, is one of the sideline coaches in my playbook. He has since gone on to be an executive with many companies and, and as a consultant now himself. But um, so inspirational, so just helpful, uh, an unbelievable salesperson. So uh, certainly, you know, before I became a consultant and, and since I would say Jill Conrad, she, as I said, she's written the forward for both of my books. She had her books just and her speaking. She just has the ability to just it's like she's speaking to you personally. Yeah. And she got her start with Xerox, too, in Minneapolis, oh, actually, um, that. that in common. But she's awesome that way. And so, yeah, she's absolutely one of my mentors. Amazing. Amazing. And the final and I think most fun question is what is the strangest thing you do in your daily routine to keep you on your game? Okay, I'm going to share something super personal with you for on okay. this. Okay. When I have like problems that I can't figure out or I can't, I kind of stuck, I vacuum. I just vacuum. <laughs> huh. You know what? Vacuuming is just, it's like, it's kind of calming. I, I can see the look on your face. Yes, I understand. That's weird. No, it's, you're it's kind different. Of, I like you're it. kind of solving problems because you're just basically like vacuuming up all the dirt. <laughs> it's I just, it. I, it just, that's what I do. That, that's house, awesome. My house is very clean. <laughs> You know, it's, it's funny. My, see, when I do excessive cleaning, it's normally a sign of my procrastination, but you're problem solving. That's good. I, I looked at my desk once and it was spotless and I went, uh Oh, what am I avoiding? <laughs> well, <laughs> but, you're, you can start, you can try it. 
<laughs> right? Maybe I will. My, uh, yeah, my, my fiance will, will appreciate that for sure. Um, awesome. So thank you, first of all, for being on the show. So once again, I want to give another plug for your website, toplinesales.com. Um, guys, get the book, get the, get the pre-call planner. Uh, but but go on Amazon. There's a link there. Go on Amazon and get her book. And tell us about, um, you, you mentioned that there's some bonuses. They go on to Amazon and they send you the receipt. Tell us about that. Yeah. So my new book, the Top Sales Leader Playbook, the one with the 16 plays and the sideline coach experts and really everything about creating this 5X deal organization. Um, if they buy that book from Amazon, it's $24.95, I think. Um and get the Amazon receipt number, they can go up to the book page on my website, put that Amazon receipt number, and they will get this really comprehensive 5X deal assessment. And I use it with all my clients. So it's 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 this really nice baseline of where does your organization, could be your sales team, could be the company, could be the sales organization, how do they stack up on all the elements that have to do with building this 5X culture. Because it's not about getting one, it's about getting them repeatedly. And um, so uh, that assessment is a great place to start to, to, uh, to do that. Phenomenal. Guys, go to Amazon, get the book <laughs> and, and, and get, the, get the bonuses, get that assessment. Because I know that if you invest this little bit amount of money into yourself, into your sales process, you're going to see the results. Well, at least five X, right? <laughs> if you implement guys, make sure you implement. That's, that's, that's the kicker for everybody. Lisa, thank you so much for being here guys. Lisa Magnuson, toplinesales.com joining us today on episode 51 of sales team rescue. Um, I look forward to, uh, of course, watching the replay guys. If you want to catch the replay, if you're watching this live or if you're listening to the podcast, I want to catch the video, um, come check it out at salesteamrescue.com and we will see you next Wednesday, 2 PM Eastern with another episode live on Headspace TV. Thank you so much, Lisa. We appreciate your time. Thanks for joining me. Let's keep the conversation going. You can find more episodes and a link to join our online community over at salesteamrescue.com. If you haven't already, be sure to hit subscribe and give the show a review to help us reach more sales leaders like you. If you'd like our support in creating your own high-performance sales team, book a call with us at salesteamrescue.com.